0: People and welcome to another episode of sharing with Shama. Today I'm gonna have like a proper sharing with you, uh, as I am. Do you remember in the beginning when I was sharing about my private life and my my relationships and where that was heading and things that happened and my insight and so on. And now I am into something again. And I think I was just sitting here, nothing. I I was thinking, wow, I'm so privileged, you know? I'm so privileged to have the awareness and to be here at this point so I can notice everything, I can observe everything. I cannot, I'm not drawn into, you know, wounds and triggers and uh, chaos. I'm just here, being me, and I think it's so amazing. I feel like it's almost like I I have this learning experience um, because life is relationship. You know, I strongly believe that we are here to be for each other, to support each other, to help each other, and to love each other. You know, the togetherness is key loneliness is not why we are here it's not me myself and I then it would have been one person on the planet so that's my standing point and I also strongly believe that everything that causes separation is based on wrong thinking you know wrong attitude wrong choosing if something we do or say create separations, you know, we should go back and rethink, redo, you know. We can always change. We can always uh, make a situation differently. We can always think differently. Anyhow, um, I don't know if you remember the guy I I relate with who, who lives in, in the States, uh, there was an episode where I shared about how two traumatized people uh, relating to each other, how that could look like, and my insights and my understandings that the difficulties that we have, that we encounter, you know, that they are so big because of where we come from. And uh, I'm still relating with him in a way, um, we still love each other you know is is with this man there's never a doubt that there is love and I can feel that there are steps that are being taken uh, when he has his insights he's in a lockdown now in the states and life has changed a lot for me life has changed a lot and one thing that is still here is that we love each other and we I haven't been able to meet since January and uh, and that is okay. It's not easy to relate at a distance. I think for me, this is also where we differ. For me, I am okay in a way, because I have my life is very solid and stable and and in a way good, even though I was depressed like a month ago and still have aftermaths of that, of course. But I understand that him and I, we have totally dif- different lives and lifestyles, and for me when I feel, you know, I I feel peace and calm knowing that we love each other, for him it's painful. It's painful to love me and uh, to not be together, to be separated, is painful. So he rather cut me off, you know, close. He doesn't cut me off anymore, but he really communicates that it is painful and he needs to close, you know, the window at times. Uh, So it's very, I would say, it's very much in communication with each other. And he also uh, said a few weeks back that he never felt the love he feels for me for anyone that he had come to realize that he has chosen to cut off love and not feel it, you know, that he has been doing this his whole life by choice, not feeling to not be hurt. And I've, I feel that this, to to be this insightful, you know, uh, with all the traumas he has in his childhood and to to say that and to realize that, and to understand why it's painful to be in love, and understand that this is a a kind of an ability he has cut off his whole life, and this is, there is something so, you know, I feel like as if we are at war, you know, he is out there fighting, or I am out there fighting, and The love is still there and we just have to wait patiently to see what tomorrow brings because we are clueless. We have no idea about anything. We have no idea about any plans. We can't make any plans. We can just express, you know, a dream or a longing or a love. That's it. Okay, anyhow, to park that and put that on the side... I am, you know, I'm I'm really in understanding that this relationship may most likely never be real, you know. It most likely will be that he comes and goes and we hang out and we have a lovely time and then he leaves. And I really really feel I I want to have a relationship. <clears throat> you know, I want to have this kind of safe, solid, kind, um, stable, loving relationship with someone who is present, who is here, who is not in a different state, country, continent, and who is emotionally available to me, um, both mentally, emotionally, and physically. Anyhow, uh, I met someone a month ago and we immediately felt like he's also doing this meditation retreat, you know, he's done the path of love and, uh, you know, does yoga and meditates. And, and you know, we begin to tick in our boxes, you know, oh, that's great, that's great, that's great. And we don't know any, we have just one person in common that we know, and that's a yoga teacher. And we began to hang out in a very, uh, what I feel, very um, reasonable way, you know, in a very loving, caring, um, cautious way. It's Corona. We took walks, we had a coffee, uh, we took another walk, we had another coffee and, you know, took little baby steps, just baby, baby steps and... I know that I love this guy in the States, this is what I know. After a couple of weeks, i beginning to feel like this is not the kind of love that I feel for, for my man in the States, and this is something different. And I was, I spoke to a friend and she said, Shama, this is what I wish for you. I wish that you park the American and that you commit to this, that you really give this a chance. And I felt that she's right, you know, because I felt so good in his company. We had really a lot of fun. Our minds kind of interact and he's a great cook. You know, he cooks me dinners and and it's really like... And at one point, after like three weeks, he asked, don't you think it's strange that we haven't had sex yet? And I'm like, well, when should that have happened? Uh, you know at that coffee place or in that park or whatever this was before i came over to his place for dinner and uh, and we laughed and we said that okay it is what it is and he invited me over for dinner and i went there and i was still like i don't really know what i think you know Because my heart is somewhere else and I'm not sure is this okay, right or wrong. And and I had told him about, I did not cover up that there had been someone, you know, and that we were not meeting at that point. Uh, I also shared that I was in contact with him and that we were communicating. Uh, So I had not been hiding it, but I had not been exaggerating it. I had not said, I love this guy so much and um, anyhow, he invited me over for dinner and I was like, hmm, hmm, is he going to want me to stay over? Shall I do that? Yes or no? And I I was very, very concerned before I left. Should I do it? Yes or no? Yes or no? What do I feel? And then I just felt like, okay, Shama, you do what feels right when and if that decision has to be made. okay. So I packed, I didn't pack like an overnight bag. I packed like a little mini, mini toilet bag with a toothbrush and a little eye cream, more or less. And then I went to his place and he had cooked such a beautiful meal, you know, really, really. And we have this beautiful routine that when we meet, we have sharings. So so we eat or have a coffee and so on. And then we have a sharing So he shares for 10 minutes and then I share for 10 minutes and we don't comment on each other's sharing. So it can be anything you know coming up. And uh, it's just lovely. It's just beautiful. It's just what I want in a relationship. To give each other time and to be able to express what's on your mind. And and I feel we have such a good vibe. You know, we have such a good thing. Uh, We kind of you know, we we function really, really well together. And then there is still this hesitation that I feel from my side. And we spoke again about the sex thing. And then I said, you know what? I don't really know what I want. I don't really, you know. And I said, but you have not. It's not like you have been throwing yourself over me either. And he said, no, true, that's true. You know, and then, yeah. Anyhow, I decided I'm going to stay the night and he got really happy and and we went to bed and it was super cozy, super nice and we kind of slept on and off and we slept like, you know, like the first love, you know, the first teenager, you know, just super cozy, moving and he was like spooning me and I felt super held and safe and it was, everything felt so soft and sweet and kind and natural. And uh, anyhow, we had sex in the morning. It was really also very, you know, natural and and sweet in a way. And uh, I left. Uh, Everything was good. And then the other night I came back. He invited me over for dinner again. And I felt in the morning, I felt like, fuck, now I opened up. Because I know that if I sleep with someone, I kind of open up myself to that person. So it was like I, uh, like a protection, layer of protection left me and I opened up. And I don't know, but I think that this is something where we differ, perhaps men and women, that he said something yesterday. He said, all the men I know, they could sleep with almost anyone. But all the women I know, they want to be in love with the person they have sex with. And I was thinking, do I, yes, if I can choose, I want to be in love with the person I have sex with, if I can choose, that's true. And he said, I don't think men think that way, that this is something we really want to connect with, the sex part. We can have sex, that's just just it, you know? At least me and my friends. And I felt like, okay, anyhow, uh, he invited me to dinner again, and I stayed there, but then I went home in the evening because I had the dogs, and, and the night after, he invited me to dinner again, which was like, wow, someone is cooking me dinner three nights in a row. And I'm like, it's so beautiful. There's a guy in Soho who's making me dinner, and I felt it was so beautiful. And when I came that night, he was different he was not as available as he had been before. He was very much on his phone, he was chatting with his kids, and and we had dinner and we had sharing, and the sharing was more or less not in regards to us. And I felt like a distance, and, and then I, I felt like, okay, I'm not going to make a biggie out of this, but... And we went to bed, and and we had sex, and, and then this night, he slept alone, you know, like a very, very solitary person. And I felt, you know, the distance, I felt, uh, and I was thinking, I was lying there in bed and thinking, I don't even know if he likes me. And I was thinking, is this a weird feeling, yes or no? We've been dating for months. We have taken steps, you know. We are finally at someone's home, having dinner, spending all nights together, sleeping together, and I feel that we are kind of breaking up. It's like a breaking up feeling. And I don't know if he likes me. We wake up in the morning and I feel the same distance from him. And I decided I'm I am what I am. It is what it is. I'm not going to make this a thing, you know. And then we parted. we left, and uh, I think this was Thursday. And then Friday went. We didn't connect, really. Saturday, he sent me a little movie. He was out on the golf course. And I just felt like this. It's so strange. I don't know if he likes me. That's the feeling I have. And... um, So on my way home from my friend, I sent him a voice message because I've decided I'm going to be true to myself. I'm not going to hide. I'm not going to, you know, become codependent and try to fix him, try to make him love me. I'm just going to say as it is. And I told him, I want you to know that I honestly don't know if you like me. And it's a very, very uncomfortable feeling. We've been dating for four four weeks now, and I still don't know if you like me. And I don't know what this is about, but I just want to share this, that it's not comfortable, and I don't enjoy it, and um, I wonder what's behind. Okay. Anyhow, he called me later, and he said that I was absolutely right. He didn't know what he felt for me. And um, I'm like, it's so strange. And I said, we spoke a lot. We have this very super honest conversation. And he said, because I said, there is a feeling that I am kind of fitting, you know, that you can take in your boxes with me. You love the sharings. You love the cooking. You love the hanging out. You love the fun. You know, you love the way we interact. But do you like me? Can I be someone else who ticks those boxes for you? Is it like the procedure or the phenomena? Is it me you like? And he said that I understand what you mean and I don't know. And I said that you know what it's actually really not something I enjoy. When 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 it kind of came to my awareness, it's it's not enjoyable. And I don't feel comfortable with it. And, and then I asked, is there something around this? And I just asked, is there something around this, you know, that I, I felt in the beginning that I was hesitant, you know. I didn't know if I wanted to, you know, and I was a bit... And I was also divided in my head between the American and how to and so on. And, and I have a feeling, I said, that when I opened up, you withdraw... Is there something in this that, you know, when I became more interested, your interest kind of vanished? And then we came into a stupid argument, like with who swiped right on whom on Tinder first. And, and I just felt like, you know what, I let's just drop this. Let's just not talk about it. Let's talk in, in, tomorrow instead, because this is going sideways and we hung up and and i just felt like you know when you have something really good going on and you feel mind fucked i really felt like okay and then the other next day i went to my friend and we fixed on our terrace and and i shared with her and i said do you know what there is something in in everything in all of this that is actually showing me a lot about myself because do you know what my feeling is Um, of course I feel a loss if we're not going to meet anymore I feel a loss the old me would have liked to stay in the illusion he likes me or he's going to I'm going to make him love me but me right now I feel a loss for him he lost something, you know, that he didn't even know he had. I still have me, and and I'm like, Lottie, how can you not love me? How can you not see me? And when I said that, I just felt, wow, Shama, this has, you know, this is a big step. You're not asking the question, why doesn't he love me? You're asking the question. How can he not see me? Because if he saw me as I am, it would be impossible for him to not love me. And I feel that when I say this, this is the basis of humanity. If we would see each other as we are, if we could put away our thoughts, our egos, our judgments, if we could see each other as we truly are, we would love each other. There is no doubt. And I know that together with this guy, I have been at least 98, 98% myself. Normally when I meet guys, it takes a long, 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 long time before I am close to myself. But with this person, he met me during the depression, he met me you know, when I was in a crisis, unemployed, You know, I didn't put on a show. I was just like, this is who I am. I am the biggest couch potato on the planet, you know. Uh, When he asked me how was my day, and I'm like, I I binge watched four episodes of this series. I took a bath and then I went to the gym and now I'm tired, I'm going to (laughs) sleep. So that's what he got. He got like the unedited version of me and the... A most amazing thing is that when he said, I don't know what I feel about you, I did not feel pain. And I think that this is about authenticity. This is about me being as I am, knowing that it's not possible to reject me. It's not possible to not love me if you are sane. If everything is all right, you know, within him, it would be impossible for him to not love me. He would see my light. And I've been working really, really hard these weeks to remove the darkness from him, to really remove judgments, to compare, to not compare with the American, to really feel like I have been so determined to, I want this. This is what I want. So I have been removing obstacles for love. Everything that has come between me loving him, I have, you know, kindly erased, taken aside, removed. I have had interior discussions with myself. I have, you know, ventilated with friends. I have shared. And I have taken small, small, tiny baby steps for me to tag along with my wish and longing, to not go into an illusion, but to really bring me on board this journey, one step at a time, to remove the obstacles for love. So what does this mean? I texted him yesterday morning and I said, I said, I'm, I'm sorry for how things went. And I know that we kind of ended up on each side of life and we didn't understand each other. And I think it's not worthy all the beautiful moments we shared to split up like this. Um, and I would love to, to meet. And he got really, really happy. And he, he said that he had a lot of not so nice feelings in correlation to what happened, and he would love to meet, and asked if he could make me dinner again. So I went there yesterday for dinner, and uh, as always, delicious meal. And we ate, and then he got sad. So I I went over, I sat in his lap, and and we hugged, and he cried, and. Uh, and then we had our sharing, and and he shared that it's not, of course not, it's not personal that he doesn't feel, you know, but he shared that to feel love, that he was questioning his ability to feel love, to love, he was questioning his ability to love, and... Um, and I shared from my side I shared what I felt how I felt and and uh, you know that um and then we shared a lot we we spoke a lot and and he shared about you know his his concerns right now that that this is perhaps something that is in relationship to his mom and uh, and that is you know, going to take it with his therapist. And and he said, I actually don't feel... I know, I know you're amazing. I know I should feel, you know, all these amazing things for you, and I don't. And I just said, like, that's so sad. And he began to cry again. He said, yes, that's it's really, really sad. And I'm thinking... You know, that this ability to feel love, to not be able to feel love for another human being that you like so much and to really have some kind of... And I also said to him, do you know what? I feel I'm willing to to walk this path at least for a while, to see where it can go, you know, even with what we have on the table. Because I feel that what we have is so good, it's so sweet, it's so kind, it's so loving, it's so great. And I'd rather spend the time with you and have a good time than to go out on Tinder again and have 20 terrible dates. Because I've been there, you know, and I just feel like... To find this that we share, it's not easy. And I think that this is also, we are on different, what shall I say, not levels, but my self, you know, exploring and my, my kind of path of seeking and meditation and, you know, Hardship and crisis and everything. His mom died a month ago. I think she died one week before he met me. So of course there are things going on. This is also strange. The American's mom died last year. It affected him so much in the relationship to me. Really, really. And I can still see that this mom relationship, these men have, it messes up their present relationships, their ability to love, to feel love. And I think that that what I share with America, and that is like, it's, it's almost like he, he says, it's not possible for me to not love you, Shama. It's not within my, you know, I cannot not love you. And I feel him. Because I feel the same, even though we hit it off so bad at times. I really feel that this is inevitable. It may not work out as a relationship, but the love is there. For sure, it's been there all the time. And with this person, both him and I are like, we don't really know. I can't say that I I love you. I can't say I know anything. I know I'm removing the blocks I have for loving him. And I know I want to do this. I am willing and I know that with with my will, willingness, I can move mountains. But I understand that he is in a totally different position. You know, this not feeling, this numbness, this, you know. And I was thinking, have I ever felt that way? I don't know. When I have been in relationships, when I haven't felt in love, I have not been able to spend time with them. This is for me. I have not been able to hang out. I have felt pressure. I have felt uncomfortable. I have felt a fake and so on. And that is not the impression he gives me. He feels we are both super comfortable in each other's company. So this is something else. And the sorrow in his eyes yesterday when he said that, you know, I don't know if I can love. Of course he can. Of course. Of course there is a lot of love in this beautiful human being. The thing is that I can't get it out of him. You know, I can't fix him. My old codependent self would have given a lot to open him up. I have, when I, when I look back, I have met so many men who has been struggling with loving or showing love. I think I've met more men who has been loving me, but been very you know cut me off cut me down not being afraid of the feelings but this what I have now what this is this is something different because this is not a person who is afraid of feeling this is a person who doesn't feel maybe as I say it maybe it's the same maybe it's the deepest deepest trauma that it's so kind of shut down that he doesn't even feel, you know? I remember I assisted a group once, and there was this guy, really beautiful guy, in his 40s, and he was a lawyer, and he was so sad. He came up to this course, and he was so sad, and he said, I was supposed to get married this summer to the love of my life, and she broke up with me a month ago, and my life is over. And and they asked, the facilitator asked, why, why did she break up? What was the reason? And he said, she said it was because I couldn't show her love. And he said, she's absolutely right. I have no, absolutely no capability of showing her how much I love her. I just don't know how to do it. And I love her so much, and now it's too late. She left. She went back to Brazil. She left. And I felt the pain in in him, you know, the pain. And those five days we spent together to open him up, you know, to understand that in all his kind of white, privileged, male, you know, persona there was so much trauma he was you know the boarding school boy he was the successful one he was the one with the parents in africa working for sida or something and he was left to a nanny or to i think he went to boarding school around when he was seven and he said it was lovely everything was lovely everything was great he loved it he had so much fun he loved really loved it he had a perfect childhood he met his mom and dad four weeks in the summer and at christmas and you could see he was so so undernourished of love you know he hadn't experienced any love in his whole life because when he met with his parents he got like a little audience you know it was not the cuddling you know thingy it you know they were not they were things not kids and to see how that damaged him how he could not express love for the woman he loved the most in the whole world i have no idea what happened to him after i have no idea if they got together again or if he you know but i know he wanted to work he went to this retreat because he wanted to love. He wanted to be able to express love and show love. And I can see that this is of course something that we, in a society that we live in, encounter often, much more often than we know of, I think. In the normal life and in relationships and and as we are, I don't think we are open to love I think we often put up more obstacles to love in our judgment of each other than we work on our willingness to remove all the blocks. And I feel like I, this episode, I really, really want to encourage you that if you feel that you have a dislike or, you know, that you are insecure, you don't really know what you think about this person or... In your relationship, if you feel negative to your partner or... Then I'm really thinking that how can we work on our willingness to remove the blocks? Because of course we love each other. This is our basis, you know, basic human trait. We love. It's it's just like if I was a philosopher, I would say... I am because I love. I love, therefore I am. It's my reason to be. If I can't express this, if I can't use this as a superpower to support other people, if I can't use this to support myself, if I can't come to a point where I feel like it's impossible not to love me as I am, because as I am, I am lovable. If I'm faking pretending to be something I'm not, then it's very, very possible to not love me. I mean, you shouldn't. Why bother? But when I am myself, when I am my essence, you know, at least to what I say, maybe it's 90%, but maybe it's 97 I don't know. Is there an exact way to measure that? No, I'm kidding. Uh, I really feel that when we are ourselves and we meet another person who is themselves, it's impossible to not love each other because we are born lovable. Then we add all these, you know, personalities and behaviors and shit and stuff and things and. Uh, you know, makeup and clothes and whatever, and we cover ourselves up. So we make it, we think we make it much easier for other people to love us when we look good, when we are successful and so on. That's not true. It's so much easier to love us when we are ourselves. It's really this, you know... This way that we kind of compete with our exterior and, you know, success and so on, it only causes separation. I know I have a friend that I love so much. And I said to her this Saturday, I said to her, do you know what? The relationship that you and I have, I am going to use that as a role model for." all my relationships because the way we interact the way we support each other the way we listen to each other the way we connect feel each other be safe you know the way we love each other i just feel like this is the basis of a relationship this is what a relationship is about and i'm going to use this as a role model for all my relationships the way you and i relate the way we love each other, the way we can be ourselves, you know, with each other. We don't fake anything and we share everything and we support each other. And I really, really know that that when we are ourselves, we are lovable and it's, you know, impossible to not love us. I think that that is also why Mr. American and I kind of have come to a, like a solid okay this is a fact of life we love each other there are a lot of problems a lot of issues that we may not sort out you know we may never live together we may never spend much time together But there is a fact, and that is we love each other because we know who the other are. We have seen the other one. We have met in our essence. We have really, really met and connected, and that can no one ever take away from us. It's just there. So the love between us is just there. And I'm thinking that if we get one second... Two seconds, 10 seconds with another person's essence. If my essence can meet your essence only for a second, then I think we connect. Then I think we will forever be connected with that loving energy. Okay. Today it's Tuesday, it's approaching lunchtime in Stockholm. It's very, very cold outside. I have my doggies, they are stepping around here. I guess you hear their little claws and paws. I'm looking out at the beautiful, it's very cloudy and um, there are, the trees are, you know, the little baby green leaves are coming. I have a a big, big pink cherry blossom tree outside. And uh, I'm thinking about unity and love and how we can be more loving together. And I think the solution is to become more ourselves, to remove the blocks, to remove all the obstacles to love, to really, you know, shine the mirror when we see another person and we see all these like flaws, like, "Ah, oh, why does he do that?" And "Oh, his breath is bad," or "Oh, the way he walks, my God, like the way he talks to that waitress, that's not nice." And you know, all these little thoughts da, 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 da. if we could just, you know polish them away. And just say, okay, so you are so negative. You're thinking so negative about the person you don't know. You really want to judge him. You want to condemn him. You you want to place him with the people you don't love. You don't love. Instead of having this willingness to really, I want to place this person with the people I love. I want him to have that place. There is an infinite... Space, you know, the space for the people we love, it's so vast, it will never end. That's just it. If we hold out our arms, as I do right now, the space, you know, for people to love, it's unlimited. If I am myself, if I stand here with open arms and you see me, we are going to love each other. Trust me on that. If you choose to see something else, if you choose to put your past, your experiences and your judgment between you and me, you're not going to love me. And that's your loss. To understand that, that when we judge someone and we lose out on love, it's our loss. I just realized it so clearly thanks to this relationship I just see that it's so clear we must work to remove the obstacles we have the blocks we have for love and we must be ourselves and I think they go together I really feel that that to love is why we are here. I love, therefore I am. If I don't love, I am not. Then I am kind of behind the wall. You know, I'm not myself. So, okay. Today's reflection on love if we feel that we have difficulties to love, there is fear involved, because we are born in love, we are born to love, and we are lovable. And to look at that fear, it may be hidden deep, deep, deep down, it may be an early childhood trauma, You know, it may be a separation, a crisis. But to investigate into this and to really be curious, it's not not negative to realize, oh, I have an issue here. I have problems to love. I have problems to express love. Then it's like, wow, that's great. It's a great insight to have because then you can, you know, work on it. You can find why did this happen and how can I kind of open up What do I need to open up? What little baby steps do I need? And who is it that is afraid of love? Is it really me? Is it my essence? Or is it my personality? What are the fears? If I love and then finish the sentence. I want to ask him, just to ask, say, okay, can you finish the sentence? If I love Shama... Then, then what? You know, there is a fear here, I know. I'm not saying that he must love me. Absolutely not. And I'm not going to make him. I'm just really, really curious. And I also saw the sadness in his eyes. To love is actually to be joyous. Love and joy go together. So, okay, I love you. This is so like I have my arms wide open and I just say, I love you because I am myself. You know, it's not possible for me to not love you today. About tomorrow, I don't know. But right now, here, today, I love you okay thank you for listening any feedback you have send me an email shamaperson at gmail.com or you can send me a dm i love to hear your voice it's so you know to have these little sharings that you share your voice with me and i share my voice with you it's actually very very great to be able to speak for a minute or two without someone interrupting so please do that And wherever you are, I hope you are well, I hope you are safe, and I hope you are happy. Okay, puss.